I didn't set yeah. myself down and commit to the movie. And when I did, I, I kind of loved it. Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. awesome. And, Boz, is, uh, Boz is just not for me. Nothing he's made <laughs> like, has ever... I can't I, argue I with you. Like I don't he, get why he does the way the things that he does. But no one else can do it like he does. Like it's that's amazing. fine, but it's it's just not for me. I don't. I, I mean, I, I guess I'm at the point where I can there. appreciate that, even if I don't like it. But I actually did when I committed to it. I loved it. He can keep mm-hmm. making movies. I just won't watch them. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Kenneth Jackson. I'm an actor from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm Trey Riley. I'm a writer director from Charlotte, North Carolina. And this is Cinevibes. Welcome back to Cinevibes, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. We are kicking off this season the best way we know how, and that's with a movie draft. That's right. Of course, you already knew that. Because you saw the episode title. <laughs> we are again joined with our good friends Gavin and Gray from last season. What's up? How's it going? If you can recall, we've done the year 2000. And we've got several more lined up for this season. Starting with 2001, which we're doing right now. So without further ado, let's jump into it with our first pick from Gavin. Then Ken, myself, and Gray. Here we go. 2001 Fantasy Movie Draft is underway all right so i got the first pick and we've got several great categories to choose from <laughs> um i'm just gonna go there could be a good strategy here but i just got to go with the best film of the year which is lord of the rings fellowship of the ring and i'm gonna put it in the blockbuster epic category uh not much needs to be said about this film it is the gold standard of how to do a movie and it's 20 years old. Uh, <laughs> just just a classic tale and uh, one of my favorite films. 20 years old. Let that sink in. This sounds about right. Man. I don't remember a year. I don't remember not. The, I don't remember a time without these movies. Yeah. I really, I really don't. Because I'm <laughs> just at that age, I guess. I remember right. seeing the sequels in theaters, but I don't remember seeing the first one in theaters. If that gives you any idea of how old I am. <laughs> we're doing the math right now <laughs> we have the we have the uh, second team doing the calculations right now in the back yeah we have a we have a whole staff now it's an that's right we, we really got people walking around up. the office it is a it is probably the movie i've chosen as well yeah i mean i've watched it recently i watched all three recently and i just it it's just mm-hmm. incredible how how well they stand up and um i mean the it just looks so good I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's just phenomenal work. And I mean, the scores I still Ugh. listen to weekly. Yeah. I mean, it's just a Spotify playlist of its own. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, just one little thing with that. It was kind of, I mean, I guess with the trilogy itself was kind of the last time that practical, big sort of, Epic, Straight up epic movie production was being done and then like everything went to cg you're right the i would say like the last truly epic movie we got in general was king kong mm. which also peter jackson directed so like no film sense has i could actually confidently without any like you know say epic 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not been many, if any, since then. So they did it there right. Been many who tried, but <laughs> <laughs> we all know how those worked out. Uh, <laughs> is that Hobbit Grand slander? Ready. Get Guillermo del Toro come back. <laughs> Alrighty, moving right along. Pick number two. What do you got, Ken? So, I mean, honestly, now that you guys got me thinking about how old 2001 is and how old I am, um, I got to <laughs> go with the the choice, the people's choice. I it's got to be done. It's got to be Shrek. Mm. Yeah, I'm taking Shrek. I'm taking Shrek in the animated spot. Uh, come on. Like, for some reason, we had the internet just hold on to this piece of just absolute... <laughs> it's a masterpiece for the longest time, for some reason. And then Smash Mouth is just iconic now because of it. I don't understand it. I mean, when you watch it, you understand it. But it's just like other movies around that time, you know, they're 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 they're, they're iconic. They're... they're you remember them, but come on, Shrek. Shrek is awesome. It's got its own cult following. It won Best Oscar for Animated Film, Ken. I don't know if I don't know if it's got cult following. It's a pretty big movie. It is a big <laughs> deal. You're right. Blockbuster wise as well, yes. it made a hefty sum of money. <laughs> I can pretty much trace my love of Hangout movies and like Linklater's movies, all those mm-hmm. to Shrek. Yeah, watching mm. Shrek, loving it. Made a mark on me. Like, that sounds weird, but no, especially, with the, especially with the meme. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it did. It made a mark on me. It, without Shrek, I wouldn't love movies the way I do. Probably so. Don't you guys think that it changed animated movies? For sure. Yeah. Our snap pop culture. There was some of that in Disney, but this was like adults. It was aimed at adults instead mm-hmm. of like cheeky adult humor. Like, it was straight up. This was for the adults. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. Marvel films have kind of taken that and made it what it is. So, yes, I... Well, you're talking about anime films. I'm thinking, like, movies, period. Right. Sure, yeah. It could be outside of animated as well. Mm-hmm. It's just iconic performances, too. I mean, I don't take it away just because I can't see the actors acting. It's like mm-hmm. those lines and deliveries and quotes. It's one of the mm-hmm. most quotable movies ever. Yeah, and I think oh, after yeah. that... After that, they animated films were like, we gotta have a pe- a person like people have to see the actor as well as the character. Mm-hmm. Like, and Robin mm-hmm. Williams probably started that, but this one was like, no, every single movie is going to do it now. Right. <laughs> every single one, yeah, without exception. No, we're not gonna have anybody just star in our <laughs> animated film. We're gonna have a, a star. I think Shrek probably helped. So we'll have a star, and then also seven other stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cameron Diaz, best work. Hands down. That's exciting and also slightly sad, but I it's agree. Good. good character. Strong female character. True. That scene also, fighting the merry men there. We need to Brutal. address that it's the better version of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Mm. Sends a much better message. Love the beast. Mm-hmm. Love the whole love the whole person. Not like the hot person you think is inside no 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 it's it's better than that it's the ugly person on the outside that's what counts (laughs) i mean come on that that ending had me in tears it's so good absolutely all righty i guess i have the third pick and since shrek was stolen from me 
as well as Lord of the Rings. I'm going to have to just go ahead and jump to my comedy pick, and I'm going to go with Ocean's Eleven. Mm. Wow. That's also a blockbuster, too. You got something planned for that? Oh, I've got something. <laughs> He's got something up his I, sleeve. I like, meticulously made my list. Because it's one of the best blockbusters probably ever. Um, yeah, Ocean's Eleven. We were just talking about huge casts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's everyone that was famous, like in one movie, pretty G- much. Giving like some of their best, most funny and iconic performances individually, like every single like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, especially Matt Damon. It's all their best. Mm-hmm. Some of their best work. Mm-hmm. I can't think of many movies that I would still watch just over and over, even though I know everything about it. It's just like. Such a fun ride, and you know Soderbergh doing his thing. It's a it's a great film. Although Gav, I think me and you both prefer Twelve. Yeah, uh, oddly enough, uh, that seems to be the consensus. Not the best of the three, and um, but nothing's wrong with any of them. Those are some of my favorite movies, except for eight. They shouldn't have made that one. We don't have to talk uh, yeah, about that one. Eight. <laughs> it doesn't count. We'll get to that in about 20 years when we get up to current years in this draft. We're not going to put Ocean's 8 on any list. No offense. To Maybe the a worse list. They can. Cine- we could do a Cine Vibes We Didn't Watch It uh, <laughs> podcast. That's Just exactly. all the movies we didn't watch. That's didn't need point. to see it, but no, it's terrible. That's a <laughs> very long list. I didn't say it was terrible. I would never say that, but definitely didn't watch it. Not even Kate Blanchett can save it. Sad. Just hate to see it. <laughs> mm, it's tough. That was a good pick, though. So is it my turn? It is. Wow. I get two of them. I'm about to go crazy, y'all. <laughs> so my first first choice is uh, drama. And I film Gavin picked last time, Memento. Mm. Memento. We knew it was coming, yes, everyone. We all saw it. Yeah, it was high on the list. What a genius movie. It's, uh, I remember Gavin, me and Gavin watched it, uh, like on the computer or something. I remember that. That was my first memory of it. I really, I, I didn't really love it until I, I, I did like it a lot, but I didn't like love it until I started watching it. And every time I watch it again, I'm, it's like my memory wipes and I can experience it again for the first time. Oddly enough, like the character, not because the movie's forgettable or not memorable. It's just, it just has that effect on me for something, and it works. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it's that's how it is. Just a brilliant screenplay. He lost to Gosford Park. I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense. It's a good movie. Gosford Park's a good movie, but well, this is better. It's a better movie. Hey, where is it on y'all's uh, Nolan rankings? Is it you know? Is it one of your y'all's favorites or? It's pretty low. Really? Maybe at the bottom. <laughs> Shots fired. Worse than Dark Knight Rises? Well, I kind of put those in another category. What? It's you can't probably do that. in front of them. We're, we're ranking, we're ranking <laughs> If we're just ranking him, then they're probably above Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I think that's undisputably his least good movie. But I want to say right. worse because that's a bad word to say with Nolan. He's pretty great, but it's my least favorite of his. Mm-hmm. All right. Follow it up. And for comedy horror, Man, comedy and horror are very, they're, they're similar and different. And I have, there's two movies that I would love to have them both on here, but I'm going to choose The World Ten Bones. Mm. 
really great movie. Wes Anderson's. I had I had already watched a few of his movies before watching World Ten Bombs, so I got to appreciate it more than I probably would otherwise. Just really well written, really funny, really sweet and sad, but in a good way. Like what mm-hmm. all of Wes's movies pretty much are. Jane Hackman, what a great the actor. god, what a great actor. <laughs> man. Probably his best character, maybe. And that's a big, it's a big maybe, but it's up there. Yeah, I saw that fairly recently um, and was blown, it was pretty much blown away by just how funny it was. It was exactly the type of movie for me, uh, iconic, uh, not just characters, but just like uh, a really testament to wardrobe, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Y- you could spot somebody at Halloween wearing any one of those. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, performances and you you would just know that that was from that movie which is super cool I think that's why he's so good with animation because he probably mm. thinks in that way like a storybook mm-hmm. yeah pretty cool good pick I would have had this one on my list but I had not seen it yet so for everyone out there listening I'm not putting movies on here that I haven't seen unless it's animated <laughs> unless it's animated because you know I don't watch this I, I I gotta I'm joining the club with Trey there. I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot of things about it, so it's high on the list. Yeah. It's really good. You should watch it. That dirty list. That dirty <laughs> list that just seems to get longer. Looks like I'm up next. I guess I'm just gonna do it because it needs to be done. Do it. Animated going with Monsters, Inc. Mm -hmm. And I have seen this one. Nice. Actually, very recently. And it's not often that I watch a movie and I'm just like, how do you think of stuff like this? Right. Within the first five minutes, I'm just like, this is brilliant. (laughs) Pixar. And, you know, maybe it changed the game in a different way than Shrek did. Yeah. Just in the sense of world building, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And... Billy Crystal and I believe it's Sean Goodman, right? It's silly. Mm-hmm. Just great chemistry. And I kind of got into a Billy Crystal kick recently, so I've been loving a lot of his stuff. Not a bad character to be on. Yeah. You know they're doing a, a sequel show for Disney Plus that has Billy Crystal and John Goodman? Really? It takes place like three months later. I would probably watch that. Yeah, me too. It's just such a delightful movie. Yeah. Our nephew Jack has watched it a lot, so I'm kind of eh, like, you know, worn out from it. <laughs> A little bit, You're but done with it. you know, I, I grew up watching that. I love it. So I remember watching the trailer, the, the teaser that they always showed before Bugs Life or something. Like pop in the DVD, there'd be the clip of them entering the room, and yeah, I, good memory. I mean, you talk about how to end a movie. That that last shot is one of the most tearjerker awesome. moments yeah. for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of wood to go through, followed up by him. <laughs> inserting it the light coming on it's just absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful and it's it's kind of just thrown in there that ending that ending it like it could have ended and they decided to take him back to work and do that and just wreck you over again it's just yep. really good stuff yep all righty ken what do you got um you know i'm gonna I'm have to do it as well this one i'm surprised it made it this far but it's got to be done uh i'm taking harry potter and the sorcerer's stone mm. thought i had it <laughs> yep i'm taking that 
and I'm I'm hoping on the clout and the fan base to rise me in the ranks. But I mean, watching this movie, I remember vividly when I would go to my grandma's house, I would pop this into the VHS player. Mm. Nice. I I would just watch that every single time and uh, fond memories of it. And man, it spawned a whole thing. So I think it had to be done. Where are you at with book reading? Book reading. Do you read the books as well? So I read the first one, and then after that, I was kind of like, you know, I could keep going. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of split, you know. Like a lot of people have done both, but also a lot of people have just watched the movies. Yeah, I feel like that also brings up the debate of like book to screen adaptations. You know, mm-hmm. I think this whole entire franchise brings about that question because. I know that it did really well in that aspect. It did miss out on a lot of smaller details that a lot of the really diehard fans would, you know, they'd miss. But the magical aspect is just so good. And that music, man. I mean, Mm -hmm. you talk about an individual, one individual that has been able to capture just a multitude of franchises. And Mm -hmm. you think of those franchises, you think of that music and he's, He's just down the line. John Williams has changed film forever. I mean, he's one of the great artists. A hundred percent agreed. I think 2001, just speaking about the whole year, was like kicking off a bunch of new things heading into the next decade, two decades after. Because, you know, as we talked about with the animated movies, they were kind of breakthroughs. Harry Potter kind of kicked off the young adult movie scene you know all the stuff that followed after that it's kind of interesting all right well i'm up and i've got two picks for the second pick i'm going with horror and picking the others mm. that was the other movie i was like i have i have two things <laughs> in my hand yeah you could choose one <laughs> well you didn't one. yeah uh i love this movie i think i the first time i saw it uh, i just thought it was creepy Mm-hmm. Uh, the older you get, you know, you start paying attention, start enjoying film for the you know the beautiful aspects of story that can take place, and I think it's a really challenging film um, beyond just the kind of twist nature uh, that it exists. Um, but it's a truly beautiful uh, package that film, um, mm-hmm. and it's completely haunting. I think is probably an appropriate word. It's not so much scary um in in your face horror it's creepy it's just creepy Mm -hmm. but uh beautiful performance and great twist if you haven't seen it it is a really uh really good film who is this director not familiar with alejandro he's a spanish director okay has one of the creepiest scenes in the whole film in this movie are you mad have you guys seen it i have not so we shouldn't we shouldn't tell them but there's a scene involving the daughter that uh, you won't forget after you watch. We'll <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the anticipation. By far, one of the creepiest uh, images I've ever seen. I'm, mm. I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that like likes to hype things up, but I don't even care. Like, it's gonna happen. Like, that's just science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put this on my list moment. right now. All right, I got another pick, and I am going with. I don't really know where to put this. I guess it kind of fits. Uh, sci-fi fantasy. 
not so much adventure. I'm going with Donnie Darko. God dang it. Which I watched dang. like in the last week. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, I, Was that your first watch? Your first time, yeah. Ooh, it's that's... It's so good. And I knew it would be right up my alley. I like dark, creepy, weird things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like mind benders. It's been recommended to me. I mean, maybe more than any other movie that I haven't seen. And finally got around to watching it. Not even so much in preparation for this. It's just, yeah, it's like, a, you know, you can only be recommended a movie so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I marveled, I was telling Graham this, I marveled at just how many actors I knew in that film. Yeah. It's a pretty small budget film. And mm-hmm. there were, there were, there was one scene specifically where, this random actor would show up and I'd be like, oh my God, that's, you know, Ashley Tisdale. And then the, and the next guy that shows up and I'm like, that's the dude from Drake and Josh. It's like all these random <laughs> actors. Yeah. And I was just geeking out the whole time. But the story itself was uh, disturbing. It um, was. And just marveling at just how profoundly good Jake Gyllenhaal is as an actor. <laughs> yeah. He was I, like 20 years old. Man, I... Yeah. That that is an upset to me because I was like, dang it! If you hadn't done it, my pick was going to be it next. Like mm-hmm. it hurts. That was it. But I was it was along the same lines as what you're talking about. Like I remember watching that film and like the storyline was just every single time you talk about storylines where you're like, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. Like that one's, you know, that's one of those where. It, Anything could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, I think we're all hurt by that one. <laughs> Donnie Darko is him. very good. Very good movie. Thanks, good guys. Choice. Good choice. Good choice. I'm really good I choice. I'm proud that you watched it. Respect. And, and did the right thing. You did I right am thing. bummed I missed out on Harry Potter, though. I knew that that would uh, take the, the fan vote to a new level with my picks, but alas. <laughs> I have the weird he crowd digresses. now. I guess I don't know. Rush, you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just wait till I come around again. Oh no! Oh boy! All right. So with my next pick, I'm gonna go with this one. It it's been a hot minute, but I do remember this film around the same. Like it was something that as a child. I remember vividly, and that is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Great movie. I remember that one so fondly, and just I remember the amount of people that I I would talk to this, uh, talk about this film with, and I just it stuck with me to this day. What uh, category you got that under? That is sci-fi fantasy. Solid. That's a I. I it's a, it's fine. I would like to see that actually brought to live action. I think it would, yeah, it'd be a good one to bring back. Not Aladdin, leave Aladdin alone. Something, <laughs> like, something like Atlantis is cinematic mm-hmm. in a in a way that Aladdin needs to be like a storybook. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Right. It's it's, it's gorgeous. I mean, it mm-hmm. really is. It would be something uh, truly impressive to see. Just just get someone other than Tom Holland. And, uh, <laughs> Please, oh you gotta be in every. They're movie. taking all the roles. <laughs> Ken's after the heart of everyone that's our age, trying to like draw on their childhood love. That's right. I see what you're doing. Well, also, Zendaya, <laughs> Zendaya, get someone else. 
Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone else? That's right. Third pick for myself. A lot of my list is dwindling down quickly, so. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. We'll go with we we'll go with sci-fi adventure fantasy, and I'm gonna go with a Knight's Tale. Mm, uh, nice pick. That's, a, that's nice. a great choice. I was saving that one. That's a great I choice. Remember, I didn't put that on mine, man. Again, yeah. one of those that it's on TV like your whole childhood. You have to watch it. You have to watch and you watch it every time. You watch it every time. It's yeah. just fun. Uh, obviously, I'm jealous. Keith Ledger. I'm jealous of you, man. This is a great choice. Mm. I'm glad I like got a pick that people were like uh, upset by. Yeah, that makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm just I'm done. Like I have no more picks. That's it, right. It's one of those movies where you you know anybody that aspires to to create it. it I marvel at just how watchable it is. Mm-hmm. How much it works. It should and work, but it works. The idea of coming up with a an idea for a film that is just completely full of heart and enjoyable, mm-hmm. with no like hidden meanings or you know, deeper, like psychological whatevers or just a slapstick comedy. It's like, no, it's just a genuinely watchable mm-hmm. in all the best ways film. Yeah. Pick. Love that one. Yeah. Really lot of range for the, from that director. He, he would go on to write mystic river mm-hmm. and, uh, direct. He just has like a very, very versatile. He also wrote, you know, fire, like very versatile mm-hmm. film, uh, writer, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You gotta start writing Nightmare on Elm Street. Shout out to Nightmare mm. on Elm Street. Who's the love interest in that film? I don't know if I've seen her much. Didn't she that. name her kid something weird, or is that a different actor? <laughs> That's no. every actor, it seems like. She was in the Sinister sequel. That's the last thing I remember her being in. Sinister sequel? Okay. Yes. They made a second one. That wasn't good, unfortunately, but um, she's <laughs> more in. sinister. Shouts out was, to her. Uh, it was a job. She took it. Working yeah. actor. Funny enough, her her assistant is a bigger actor. Like now, she did. She was in the artist. She was the female lead in the artist. Uh, her uh, oh, get assistant out. character. Yeah, Berenice Bijot. Had no idea. Yeah, she's a, a really famous uh, French French actress. She has a lot of big movies. There. Her name is Shannon, by the way. Sure. Sassaman. Mm. So shout out. Shannon's awesome. Oh, Bethany. Never, never not awesome. Ever since then, the first thing I probably saw him in was, was nice stuff. And that bad guy is, he's a great actor too, whenever he shows up in something. Rufus. Yeah. Yeah, he's Rufus. awesome. Nice. He's got a great face. He does. He does have a great face. <laughs> it's just so handsome. We're all admiring Rufus's face. Mm. Shout out to Rufus. Rufus and Shannon. We love Dark you scene. guys. Watch mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's really good. He does have a very nice face. He put, he's uh, one of the few movies he doesn't play <laughs> that guy in. Hmm. It's going to be hard to watch then. <laughs> Dark City. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's just continue admiring Rufus for a second. Like, I remember... Was the last thing we saw him in God, the Gods of Egypt? Is that the last thing we saw him in? I think, <laughs> I think so. I think that's the last thing I saw him in. Oof. Uh, no, it's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. <laughs> Is it supposed to be funny? No. No, Grandma and I got in trouble when we went and saw it. We were <laughs> yeah, we laughing did. all the time. We did. And oh, someone got mad at you? Yeah, yeah they they really were like, good. "You need to know how to watch movies with people." And I was like, "Pretty sure Dang. me and me and Graham were the only ones that enjoyed this film." We were. We were the only ones laughing, like, like enjoying it. 
we were totally enjoying it. And everyone else was laughing at the parts that you're supposed to laugh at. And, and it's like, oh, it was like the worst audience. Graham and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it, though. <laughs> yep. Good one, baby. Dang. You're up, bud. Are we doing animation and family? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can choose live action. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I'll go with, oof, there's not many that I could choose from that you uh, that you guys you guys have taken a lot of them. Uh, I should I should, that happened last time, but I'll go with um, Princess Diaries. Dang it! Knew you were gonna do that. It's a, it's a you know, it was, it was that movie that you when I watch, I have very fond memories of watching that Kinsey, our sister Kinsey, watching Princess Diaries over and over, and I kind of hated it. But I couldn't, I can't hate it now. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just so cute. Charming. And it's charming. charming. Mm-hmm. And good, has a, so many great scenes. And uh, I love Heather Matarazzo. She's just a great character friend. And Julie Andrews is just awesome. I think that was mm-hmm. the first thing I saw Anne Hathaway in, but it could be something else. But yeah, it was probably that. It does, it does angsty teen girl drama, like mm-hmm. perfectly. Like if you were an angsty teen girl and watch that like that was the embodiment of your life <laughs> yeah you very voice. apt yeah so that's my choice for what was that uh anne hathaway's first role no uh, it was huh. it was one of her first it was like her big one though it was a big first movie maybe yeah it was a big one but i don't think it was her first first yeah Could be wrong. i actually just watched it again this past weekend so fresh mm. on the mind nice. loved it again and great pick Thank you. So, blockbuster epic, Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Rouge. <laughs> now, now, I was a hater too, man. For my whole life, I hated. Like, I, <laughs> I would watch parts of this movie and just, just want to scream at the TV. Just get off! I hate this. <laughs> but then, dang it, I sat down and watched it, and I fell for it. I really did. It, it's, it's just God's. It's doing its thing, man. It's. It's it's impossible to to recreate. What do you think that switch was, though? If you had to, pinpoint? I think I just matured. Okay. And I, I just I, I gave up on like holding on to like ideas that weren't really well well thought out, and I would catch it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would. I just didn't commit to it. I, I didn't set yeah. myself down and commit to the movie, and when I did, I, I kind of loved it. Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. awesome. Buzz uh, is just not for me. Nothing he's made has ever. I can't I, argue I with you. Like I don't he, get why he does the way the things that he does. But no one else can do it <laughs> like he does. Like it's that's amazing. fine. But it's it's just not for me. I don't. I, I mean, I, I guess whole other I'm at the point where I can there. appreciate that, even if I don't like it. But I actually did when I committed to it. I loved it. He can keep mm-hmm. making movies. I just won't watch them. Yeah, the like, Elvis uh, one. The Elvis one. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so Nicole Kidman had the others and Moulin Rouge. Wow. And well, we'll, we'll look at that. Oh, a third one, oh, perhaps. Yes. A little foreshadowing for everyone. <laughs> yes. Alrighty, good picks there. Thank you. Moving on to my fourth pick. Uh, I guess this has been chilling because it seemed I don't know why actually, but I'm gonna go drama. A Beautiful Mind. Ah, nice. Obviously, one of those that. Got a lot of the awards when that season rolled around. So yeah, I almost hate picking great. it. I do. For that reason. But, uh, you know, I love Ron Howard and Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe, uh, 
is a wonderful except uh, I can't actually speak for this movie either I've I've not seen it surprisingly I have, I have something to say and it's that it's choppy Roger Deakins is like Roger Deakins uh, I've heard of him he's the guy he's the guy but that's right but the thing is here's the thing I gave this movie a shot I always relent ever since I saw the movie I'm going to bring up soon probably I <laughs> was like, how did this guy win? How did this guy beat this guy? And mm-hmm. I'm still wanting the answer. But I think it's funny, Ron Howard being the iconic director he is, the only time he won Best Director was the only time he worked with Roger Deakins. Mm. So if you want to know an Oscar, just call him up. What do you, what'd you like about it, Trey? I mean, it's a very it's, well, you know, esteemed pick. So um, mm-hmm. just curious your thoughts. I haven't seen it. How a shot, obviously... You know, you can't say much else, or you don't need to say much else about that. But then just the story itself, it's kind of fascinating to me. If I get hooked in by a story, then I can overlook a lot of things. Obviously, you know, it's a great movie for other reasons. But, um, yeah, for me, just story really grabs me. It's a very unpredictable story. I'll give it that. It's uh, not the. It's not like The Imitation Game where it's like, I've seen this a thousand mm-hmm. times. It's yeah. Uh, it's a similar package, you know. The, mm-hmm. the actor mm-hmm. you recognize playing a you know a character from a real person. That's yeah. really you know interesting, brilliant. Uh, but the actual story took a lot of turns that I did not expect, mm. which I was very pleased with. Uh, mm-hmm. I just yeah the performance. His accent is very, it's very, very cute. It's a very cute accent, Russell. Ooh. Very cute. Cute <laughs> accent for Russell. He might be offended by that. I don't know. I don't think he's <laughs> he He only cares about Master Commander. That's the movie. Don't, don't mess with that movie. He'll, he'll tweet you he, and call you out, uh, as he should. I don't, as he I don't should. have anything to Good say about that one. So this film, I'm going to be putting it in drama. But this is a film I saw in the last... Two two years uh, for the first time ever, and honestly, as a fan of sci-fi, uh, if I may call myself such, it's I I think it's one that a lot of people. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and say AI AI artificial intelligence mm-hmm. for drama. Steven Spielberg did a fantastic job. Also, we got my boy Jude Law <laughs> as a sex robot. So. <laughs> Enough said you know, there. It's uh, it's got everything you need. And then Haley Joel Osment. I saw him in something just recently. I think it was uh, the boys. The boys. Yeah. It was the boys. And like even still in the boys, like he's still pan. Like he's still. He's still kicking. Like being called back to back to those days. And I'm like, man, you know, he did such a good job <laughs> in this film. I really thought like it was it was t- it was too good. And then just the entire epic adventure of this entire film was fantastic, uh, beautiful, and beautifully shot. Yeah, I think I think my family rented that when I was a kid. And there's a scene where uh, Haley Joel Osment's character is like left behind, and it was mm-hmm. so traumatizing that my parents turned it off. And so I've actually oh. never seen it. No, I've not seen it Dang. past that moment. It was like, <laughs> like ten it was minutes into the, the movie. It was probably for the best. Yeah. It just gets so robot. It just gets it just gets worse from there. It really does. Like in terms of just oh my god. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fascinating movie. It's actually probably, I told Gav, it's probably one of the most fascinating movies you'll ever watch. It's so interesting. It's so interesting because not not just the story, which is interesting. It's always like, what what's purpose and what's, what, am I real? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the, what the actual yeah. conception of the story was very bittersweet. It was uh, Stanley Kubrick was going to direct this movie. And mm. he and uh, he and Spielberg were best friends. And for years, they went back and forth on the project. Spielberg was going to do it. Then Kubrick wanted to do it. Then he's like, oh, I can't do this as well as you can. So he wanted Stephen to do it. And then he was like, oh, I, don't, I can't do this as well as you can. So it went back and forth. And then after mm-hmm. uh, when he, uh, Kubrick officially said, after Eyes Wide Shut, it'll be his next movie. But then he passed away. So yeah. mm-hmm. as a promise, he finished the movie. Yeah. Man. I do want to watch it. That runtime is uh daunting. Sure. Yeah, it is yeah. a big undertaking. But the I swear you mentioned it like the ending is just oh, it hits you so hard. But I think that the like sci-fi aspect of it just I really dug. It was like you know, we talk about suspension of disbelief and I I was like I'm fully in this story right now. Like there's no ifs ands or buts. While watching it, let's have a watch party. Yeah, that's a oh, yeah. that's a good that's a good movie. I like it. Yeah, it's been a minute. Ironically, it's kind of forgettable for me, mm. only because I've only seen it once, mm. and I was pretty young, so it's unfortunate. But I'd like to watch it again. Well, I just want to. I just want to take this time to uh, thank you guys for leaving uh, a couple really solid picks here. Uh, oh yeah, for me. <sighs> I'm about to about to end y'all, but yeah, I've, got, I've got two. Um, first one drama. Um, it's a bit more epic than drama, but uh, I'm going with Black Hawk Down. Ooh, ah. nice. Graham, was that the movie you were talking about? Uh, not really. No. Okay. <laughs> well, it should have won like a lot of things when it came out. It's it's i mean saving private ryan is like the only competitor i think for a war film for me when it comes to just definitely for war films yeah uh, modern, just, modern war films what'd you say 100 i mean it is ter- it's terrifying i mean it is a terrifying movie mm-hmm. and i'm just a an absolute sucker for mr scott and um sir a, sir scott you know, sir really scott yeah sure. there's a ton of actors in that film uh I mean, Josh so many. yeah, it's yes. like that's if you were a dude in 2001, mm-hmm. you were in that movie. Even before you were a dude, <laughs> even before people knew who you are, you were in this movie. Tom Hardy, Jamie from Game of Thrones. Uh, just so many actors are in this movie. This is why like, I love having and, Graham on the podcast. I can't. Oh, pronounce, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm referring to him as Jamie from Game of Thrones because he has a really. No, that's beautiful, fine. Beautiful name that I can't pronounce right now. You make not, not as good picks as me, but you can fill me in on all the details. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, another great detail about uh, Black Hawk Down is that he had three months or less to shoot this movie. Uh, he had mm. like he had no time and he only had sets from a, well, I think there are leftover sets from another movie and he can only use those. And he only had literally minutes <laughs> to make this movie. I don't. I don't know why, but I vaguely remember this trivia. I don't know why. It's incredible. <laughs> the fact that he was able to make this and that amount, he, he was not only the best director for a reason, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not just because the movie's good, but like just thinking about what you have to do, what the director's job is, make the best of what you got. Mm-hmm. He had very little. Yeah. 
I see yeah, here that it won impressive. two Oscars. What were those for? Editing and sound, I think. Okay. Sure. That makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like one of those things, like, wouldn't you be proud to win an Oscar for something like that? More so than a lot of the other ones? I feel like I would. Well, for editing, uh, the Academy likes to do war films a lot, like Hacksaw Ridge beat freaking Arrival. So, I don't know, maybe not as much but i mean if you did good work which he did for sure yeah i mean i think there's a testament to creating chaos and making it beautiful and coherent right and if you can do that you know war war is especially you know primed for that so specifically Mm -hmm. with sound i mean it could just all be explosions but really finessing that i think is an art form yeah um, I've got a ton of movies left on my list, and I've got one category mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not so sure about, so I'm going to tackle that. Uh, mm. Animated Family, and I'm going to go with Spy Kids. Yeah. Ooh, mm. let's go. Ken's He's like, you it. just stole one of mine, I bet. Ken, I just got <laughs> Ken's vote. No, I love Spy Kids. Um, it's one of the most watched movies for me as a kid. It's It's cute. It's fun. And yeah, I mean, 100%. uh, Robert Rodriguez, the legend. Goat. Mm -hmm. But it also has, you know, my, I don't know if she was my first crush, but definitely earliest crushes with (laughs) Carla Gugino. Yes. I was looking Mm -hmm. at her, not the person closest to my age. I was was like, who is this? (laughs) I was was like looking at, not the, you know person you should be which is you know the kid when you're a kid you should be looking at the kid but no I was looking at the mom just a little yeah. bit about myself also yeah no thing. 100% uh, it was the first movie I ever remember seeing I remember seeing it in theaters actually in that oh wow opening title I was three years old first movie wow. I remember seeing dang so, there you go that's, yeah. that's gotta say something loop is a bad man help us save us <laughs> nice <laughs> Yeah, I love that movie. Fantastic. I, quick, Spy Kids, yes, 100%. I'm right there with you, Gavin. I This film I watched so many times as a kid. And I, as a kid, I was like, this is right. what I want my life to be like. I, I wanted want that McDonald's microwave. Oh, where yeah. they just like put in the, it, the food. It's right. It really has yes. that handmade feel, like that he had kids working with him or something. Like It, it just has that imagination to it. Yeah, Robert was just like, what is some cool bleep that you want to see in this movie? And the kids were like, uh, I would love McDonald's like all the time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert, Robert, you guys told an amazing story that he went to uh, like an ILM uh, or just just something where all the big people were. Uh, Spielberg, Lucas, Coppola, everybody was there. He brought So Robert, you guys was invited and he brought his kids and he was telling his kids, look, that guy did Terminator. Uh, Cameron, James Cameron, he did Terminator. That guy did, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars. That guy, and then Spielberg took him, took him, took Robert Rodriguez size round to his kid, Spielberg's kid. And Spielberg said, "This guy did Spy mm-hmm. Kids," and his kid stopped what he was doing, looked, and said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Which is just That's so sick. The coolest <laughs> freaking thing. I was like, God, my heart melted when I heard that. That's awesome. He made it. He made it. Yeah. It's like uh, Paul Thomas Anderson uh, going up to Nick Kroll and saying, my kids love, uh, what's that show he does? Dirty, what is it? Big what's Mouth? That Big Mouth. Big Mouth, yeah. He's like, my kids <laughs> love Big Mouth. And Nick Kroll's like, 
are you are you talking to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're Paul Thomas Anderson. What are you talking? Like, what's happening right now? The Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. What do you got next, Ken? This film I still quote to this very day, and it's something that whenever I go home, I'm bound to say at least one quote from it. And it's Joe Dirt ah. for comedy. Joe Joe Dirte Spade. It's David Spade. Yeah, that film growing up, like my family, we just we watched all the comedy stuff, and this was just one of those where every now and then I'll just start quoting from this film, whether it's Joe Dirte or it's just any of the other like obscure references like what's when he's his walking. buddy's name kicking wing or something <laughs> Ken wing, that's right with the fireworks yeah fireworks he's got shot. all the fireworks you need and he starts naming off all these different yeah. fireworks oh that scene's so good <laughs> and he lights that he's he's strapped to the rocket it's like the best oh my god i'm gonna say be almost sea level comedy because it's just like fun the whole yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> and crazy. Joe Dirt. Uh, long time ago. I have not. Is yeah, Jessica Simpson the the female lead, or is it uh, who's who's the female? I never I never remembered her name, but I think it's Brittany Daniel that you're thinking of. Yeah, that that I when when you're eating McDonald's or some burger off a of meteorite, that <laughs> just. <laughs> uh, man, if you know if you know the movie, it's it's perfect. But yeah, it's the the jokes and the amount that you can quote from this movie, like home home uh-huh. is where you make it. <laughs> home is where you make it. You you what? Um, you can finish the quote there. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's such a memorable and movie for me. I, I just it's got Christopher Walken in it. Oh, so, Christopher Walken. You gotta I mean, love that guy. Right Anything. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm remembering it now. The uh, his his whole role in it and like how the he janitor he's janitor. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? Picture we could do a whole podcast on him. Christopher Walken's great. I haven't. Uh, it's it's it's. <laughs> I don't think should, I have. And then I've you should look at a picture of Scarlett Johansson. And you'll be like, these are oh. the same people. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what that to do fair. with that that's information that's, that's, right now. That's, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that is, a, that is the truth. <laughs> can't unsee you it. can't unsee it. Perfect segue for my next <laughs> pick. It's not at all, actually. <laughs> but I'm going to move on. And I'm going to go with Blockbuster. And I'm going to pick Pearl Harbor. Really? Mm. Yes. Brave. He's done it. Yeah, that's, Brave. That's because Brave. I have vivid memories watching this in the theater and then subsequently at home when it's like a five-hour movie that's, with commercials. That's awesome, man. And mm-hmm. gosh, I just, Michael Bay... You can hate him for a lot of reasons, but he knows how to do <laughs> action. And yes, it's just mm-hmm. in my mind, the only image I can imagine when I'm thinking of how that day must have been. Like, I feel like he captured mm-hmm. it. And I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it sits with me. I love it. And then Kate Beckinsale, like, come on. She's. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> to this day, there's never, it's been 20 years, there's never been a better looking uh, Spitfire, like planes shooting, except in Dunkirk, mm-hmm. which is not true, not fake. Uh, it's doesn't count because it's real and it's better. But right. in terms of like visual effects, capturing World War II aerial combat, Pearl Harbor is still the mm-hmm. best. It's been 20 years. Like that yeah, freaking Midway yeah. movie with Roll Number. Or Red Tails. Mm-hmm. I watched both of those and they're like, what what mm-hmm. what happened between like it how are they worse? How how is it worse than, than that? That makes no sense. <laughs> it didn't have Michael Bay. It didn't have Michael Bay. It didn't have it didn't a Randall have Wallace. Michael paper. Bay. It's very important. Randall Wallace wrote Braveheart and Passion of the Christ. Pretty solid resume. Mm-hmm. And the man with you the just, Iron Man. That's all you need to write and your whole career is done. He's also writing a new Passion of the Christ, which I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, what's, how is there another one? Uh, fine, anyway. do what you want, I guess. Yeah. Alrighty, moving on to the last two picks for you, Gray. What do you got? Oh boy, this is fun. This is, I've been waiting for this. I've, I've been like hoping to God you guys didn't, because I just assumed <laughs> that I would have these. Mm. And I'm glad. By the way, we'll shout out honorable mentions at the end for I, some that didn't get oh yeah yeah didn't make the cut so my uh fantasy adventure sci-fi choice amelie mm-hmm. Ooh. Had amelie. That on my uh, amelie is very good it's on my list <laughs> it's uh, very it's good list watches, but <laughs> I, I mean i i've heard I, i've heard some stuff about this know, film though what you got can say not much else to say it's really Really beautiful. Is it a French film? It's French. Very, 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 very French. It's probably the most French movie you'll ever see. It's the same director as Alien Resurrection. If you've seen that and how crazy. Also a French film. Also a French movie. (laughs) It is. It's a French movie. Um, He he is insane. Uh, The camera angles, the saturation are just so wild and beautiful. I don't. Uh, it's it's not one of my favorite movies that came out that year, but I mean it's definitely one of the most the ones that stand out. Like you have to talk mm-hmm. about Amelie. Mm-hmm. I've not movie. I've not seen it, but mm-hmm. it's definitely on the short list of um, films that I wish were in a like a coffee book, just like on a coffee table of just all the images that are in it. Because I oh, love right. I love looking at the shots in that film. I just have not taken the time to actually watch it. Yeah. Every time sure. I see the color mm-hmm. palette. It's gorgeous. Like screenshots. It's just a perfect blend of colors. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's my fantasy adventure. Nice. So my wild card is is next. Mahalan Drive. Mahalan Drive. Oh. Mahalan Drive. Yes. David Lynch. Talk us through it. It's one of the best, if not the best, film about Hollywood. Uh, I've seen a good many of them. Sunset Boulevard is really good. Uh, Bottle Land's really good, but mm-hmm. this is just it captures a certain part about Hollywood, which is just how cruel it is to women and how cyclic, cyclic it is. How there's just mm-hmm. it's it's out to get people and it just cabins over and over, and right. it's also hilarious and mm-hmm. it's also just. It completely rewatchable. I'll probably, I'll probably watch it again soon. I have mm-hmm. the Criterion Collection edition, 
It's whack and beautiful. I, it's I very whack. That is true. It'll be whack, though. I can't believe it exists. And especially, this is what I was talking about earlier with Beautiful Mind. I, I like Ron Howard, but come on, get out of here. This is David Lynch's Oscar. That mm. he was, he was, it was him, Howard, Scott, Peter Jackson, and the last one's uh, the last one's escaping me right now, but it was a stacked year. Was it not Boz? No, it wasn't Boz. Ron, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jay, but Ron Howard is dead last. <laughs> dead last. Like, like here's hey, David no Lynch, here's taken. Peter Jackson, and here, there is, you know, there's Ron Howard. <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know what happened there. Oh, I watched Mulholland Drive in the last week. And um, again, just uh, not for me. Uh, it, it's it's mm-hmm. cool. And I just don't understand anything that's going on, which is pretty, uh, pretty typical David Lynch, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he's got his he's got his fans. Graham's one of them. I just <laughs> I just don't know what is going on. Shout out to Gavin. He gave me an amazing uh, sweater this past Christmas that just said directed by David Lynch. Mm. Today, uh, That's a keepsake. <laughs> I thought he was going to cry. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did it. It's the, it's the uh, same font as uh, Twin Peaks, I think. So that's that's just added bonus. So what's the deal with these movies and having like street names like Mahan Drive, Sunset Boulevard? Is there There's anything to that? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they're just very, iconic very streets. Yeah. It's very Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Under the Civil Lake. Mm. That's. That's a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. It's a good movie. I liked it. Great picks. We'll round back through these at the end, but it's on the list you got there. I, I'll be honest. Aside from maybe kids' film, you guys took so much. I, I need to work on that in the future. The kids need, need to get to the kids first. But, um, <laughs> think of the kids. <laughs> Gotta seek them out. <laughs> yeah, save them. But uh, that gets me. Because uh, uh, Princess Irish is a good movie. Totally. I'm... Happy to have it, but um, it was in my top three. Mm-hmm. So I mean, happy to have it, but uh, Graham, I'm disappointed you didn't take one one film that's still on my list. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to it. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I feel like I know maybe what I have but no, you've definitely seen it. I have. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hear this one, but first, my wild card, and it started the franchise that we all love. And apparently is going to end up mm. in space Do by I the ride. end of it. The Fast and the Furious. I was close. <laughs> you were. Cars. Paul Walker was in both of those. He was. This is one of those movies I watched the heck out of the behind the scenes. Like I got addicted to it mm-hmm. because, you know, you look up the goofs and it's like, oh, I see a camera in like a mirror or something. And it's like, oh, sweet. Like you start learning all these cool little things about a movie. And so mm-hmm. between that... Street racing, you know, that's cool. Paul Walker was starting to come on the scene. Vin Diesel always looks, mm-hmm. I mean, love him or hate him. I, he always looks him. like he's ready to love kill him. someone. Love him. I love, love him. And love, uh, love, love. his voice, just butter. <laughs> like if he could be talking in the mic right now. Oof. Mm. One last Anyways. podcast. Oof. <laughs> I, I am group. <laughs> we need to get him to do the teams. intro. That's Vin right, Diesel, if you're listening. We need to seek out his publicist. But yeah, I'm what do you guys thought? So proud of him for make you know building this up and making it what it is. I mean, I think The Rock helps definitely. Justin Lin definitely helped, but it's been his franchise since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And when he when he and The Rock had a spat, it's like, dude, come on, it's just, 
But the Rock, we love you, Rock. But this, <laughs> this isn't your fight. Ben's franchise. Come on, but what's off? This is not yeah, your fight. Now he fight. has his own thing going on. I want to. I want to cool. commend the. I want to commend the franchise on being able to, like, being able to miss one of the films and jump back in, and it's still just like mm-hmm. a damn good time. Just eating yeah. that popcorn. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the sixth one. I remember watching in theaters uh, when the tank. It's a tank scene, and uh, uh-huh. he. Uh, it's a really great long sequence, but at the end, he. Uh, Letty Michelle Rodriguez is about to fall, and he and Vin Diesel catches her. I remember the audience just went crazy, and <laughs> like colliding was, in midair. It was so fun. Like I was like, "This is this is great. This is why I like this stuff." It's- this is why we go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And talk about like this is transitioning. I mean, my gosh, you mentioned a tank scene. Like that's where it ended up: tanks, submarines, like Spies, helicopters with missiles. Yeah. It started out with. Literally drag racing, like tuner import cars in LA. Like what? Mm-hmm. No other franchise has done something like that. Imagine if they'd pitched right. like the seventh or eighth movie as the second movie, and the producers <laughs> are just like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to you on that." <laughs> yeah, it's a, lo- a little bit like how Pitch Black series went with Riddick. It's like the first one's just kind of small movie on one planet, and then the next one's like, yeah, giant. like it's giant. Movie. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, maybe I have to take my time a little bit there. And then the Fast and Franchise, Spears Franchise, was born. Franchise. There we go. Well, we love him. Good pick. Yes. Ken, what's last? Man, uh, this is going to be tough for my wild card. There's, there's a lot of honorable mentions. But for the last pick, I am going to go with Hardball. Interesting. Hardball with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah. My boy Keanu. This film, when I watched it, I was still very impressionable. And so I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was... Uh, I'm sorry I said it that way. Um, I was still young, but that one scene that sticks out to me in this film, and it still messes with me today, but there's just one part in the film. I don't know. Have you guys seen it? I don't want to spoil anything. I've only seen one scene from the our fans would hate it if you didn't spoil it. So yeah, go ahead you gotta and go jump ahead. in. I, I, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> but there's one scene where they're, you know, it deals with a lot of, you know, gang violence. Okay. And uh, there's one scene they run away from a gang shooting, drive by, and they're just hiding. And one of the kids, he got shot, you know. And I was like, man, that mm-hmm. hit me hard. Uh, as a kid watching that, I'm like, Whew. For like I, at that point I had never experienced death, but seeing that death yeah, on the screen was like Ken was like, man, I gotta go try that. Super, <laughs> super impressionable. <laughs> right, man, that was That's sweet. Right. It's like, well, now I know. Yeah, I think that seems like part of uh, compilation videos for like saddest movie moments yeah. or something. Like, I think that's where I've seen mm-hmm. that scene. I've only seen one scene from this movie, and it's. It's a scene where Keanu Reeves is saying, like, all uh, kind of a motivational scene, and he's talking to the kids, and he's like, "Sometimes all I have to do is just show up." So yeah, mm. I don't. I, I, yeah. I just watched that scene. Like that's really good. Thank you, Keanu. Ken's tearing up right now. That's good. Hey, thank that's you, good Keanu. advice. As an adult, it works one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Keanu, I love you. 
Oh, Keanu. The new, Matrix, the new Matrix, by the way, called uh, Res. What's it called? You got Resur- Resurrections. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I got a, t- a title. Give me. It's called yeah, Matrix Re- uh, Resurrections. Interesting. Okay. Not Are one we getting that next year? Mind you, Resurrections. Multiple That's Resurrections. Multiple Resurrections. Good. Good stuff. A lot of people died that I didn't want to die. Yeah, I, I was back. not looking forward to that <laughs> when I saw Keanu and Trinity. What's her name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> her name is... Something uh, Moss. Moss. Carrie, yes. Carrie, Carrie Moss. Moss. Yeah, yeah. On a bike. And I was like, I need this. Heck yeah. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> My most anticipated movie of the year. Since we're on the topic of Keanu, let's get an F in chat from uh, Cyberpunk. 20, we're for you. 20, uh, we're just we're just 20, struggling 20. today, right? <laughs> Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, twenty seventy seven. That's right. All right, Gavin, round us out here. All right. Well, got? I'm gonna mention the film. I'm bummed Graham didn't uh, use. I don't know where you would have used it, but Mummy Returns. Mm-hmm. We're big mummy fans at the Harwell household. <laughs> I'll list I'll list three movies that uh, that were not recognized. Um, y'all can go and do your own if you have any. What was your card gap again? I'm about to do it, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think uh, Legally Blonde, America's Sweethearts, and Miss Congeniality uh, are just I've watched mm. those movies like a thousand times. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah, great. I I prefer <laughs> America's Sweethearts just as like uh, in terms of what's for me. But my pick is going to be Miss Congeniality. Mm, okay. Salad. Mm-hmm. That movie is so funny. Um, it is It is just, it's kind of similar to Knight's Tale for me in, in that it's just completely enjoyable. Um, I guess the characters are a little bit more mm-hmm. unlikable maybe, but in terms of like classic scenes, it's it's got several of those for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also uh, watched it a lot with my family. So that's going to be my pick. It's beautiful. Nice. Excellent list. Anyone want to go through honorable mentions before we tie this up? Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions for me. I had quite a few because when I was looking through this list, I was like, my God, I've seen a lot of these or at least <laughs> a good chunk of them. There was The Animal. Rob Schneider. With, uh, Rob Schneider. Uh, Recess. <laughs> school's Out. I actually watched that for this podcast and I was really taken by how yeah. much it held up to me. So. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Recess. <laughs> and then we had Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Had to throw it back to that one. I was like, man. That- the aliens? Yes, with the yeah. aliens. We are just naming movies now. They- and now, also, I had a whole list design or a whole section designated as Disney films I faintly remember. So there were quite a few nice. on that list as well. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, before we continue, I must say, I see that Miss Congeniality was released December 22nd, 2000. Uh-oh. Released. Oh, no. World, uh, domestic release, not not just premiere. Full oh, on. no. <laughs> Done it again. Full on got released in 2000. Two in a row? For, all right, well, that's easy. That's an easy fix. I'll take, uh, I'll take Legally Blonde. Okay. 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 What year did that come out? 2001. <laughs> Solid choice. Nice. It's a good one. That's uh, it's one of those movies again, like uh, Princess Diaries, where I would Kinsey would watch it. Unlike Princess Diaries, though, I actually liked it when it, when I watched when Kinsey would watch it over and over. 
Yeah. Our sister Kenzie would just watch it over and over, and I would be like, "It is funny." <laughs> I hate to yeah. say it, my guy self, you know, the, you know, rebelling against the females, I guess. But I was like, "This is funny." Ben I like and snap. it. And and snap. <laughs> I love that so much. It's a great scene. Every pretty much every scene in the movie is funny. Yeah. They're making another one, but without the writers, I think they had to they rewrote their script or something. It's like why? If I'm remembering correctly, isn't there a scene where someone drinks a laxative shake, like her boyfriend or something? No, I don't remember a scene like that in Wiggly Bond. Mm-mm. What is that? Which one are you thinking well, of? A, la- a laxative scene would be Dumb and Number, I think. Yeah. But Actually, you know what that might be? Van Wilder or something. Ah. Was that also 2001? Put a pin in it. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or 2002. But yeah, Wiggly Bond is really, really funny. Yeah. Few honorable mentions for myself would be Joyride. Gray, you mm. mentioned that earlier. I I literally rented it because it would never show up on streaming, and I would be like, I want to watch it just because it looks fun. It looks up my alley, and I I rented it, and I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like you'd like that one, so that's good. Another one I remember for some reason. This is I did I don't watch horror movies, mm-hmm. scary movies anymore, but Jeepers Creepers like. Watched it more than once, and I don't know why, but it stuck with me. It's a it's a decent movie. I, the director is a POS. He's a POS. <laughs> the movie is good. We won't mention his name. We won't mention his name. He's good. It's a good movie, though. Uh, another one's a Wedding Planner. Mm. Just recently watched that that's again. A, that's a mom choice, guy. Mom would probably choose the Wedding Planner. I'm uh, trying to gain some traction <laughs> with our female yeah, audience. With the, mom. with the moms. Good job. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing good. And then uh, just... One other one here, actually two. Sorry, Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Another. Senior is Johnny Darko. Jake Gyllenhaal. What a interesting, kind of quirky movie, mm-hmm. but got a lot of heart there. And then lastly, our boy Jim Carrey, flipping on the dramatic switch and doing the majestic. Yeah. Never seen it. It's really good. I'm gonna throw one more behind enemy lines. Mm-hmm. Was also 2001. It's a dang yes. entertaining movie. Uh, I was love gonna that say movie. Also, Jane it. Hackman. Also, Jane Hackman. Heck yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson. That's a... and also, Owen Wilson. <laughs> They're both <laughs> in her old Dunham Wow. And you, I never freaking put that together. That's fine. That, movie, that movie's just cool. Like, that's a cool movie. Shout out to the sniper. I know, man. Nico Bell. That dude, that dude rocks. But yeah, I just, I just had to get that one in there. Nice. Uh, I watch a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> I watch some weird crap for this podcast, man. I'm so thankful, so grateful that I got to have this opportunity. Love the dedication. Thank you. One that I, uh, one that I thought was insane was um, uh, Fat Girl. Mm. Fat Girl. Okay. I think it's French. It's, I, I it's, it's honestly it took me a couple of days to watch it because mm-hmm. it was just not like, I was watching the first 30 minutes or so and it just didn't really do much for me. And then I finished it. And then, oh my God, <laughs> the <laughs> ending, I I could not believe it. It has probably the most shocking ending I've ever seen in a movie. Mm. Like, I'm not even, hesi- I'm not, no hesitation. I, I could not believe it. almost didn't make it there. So there's that. Speaking of shocking, this is a funny one. Do you know the director, Michael Haneke? He did, he did that movie on more. That was nominated for best foreign film. Actually, won best foreign film. I think it was actually also nominated for best picture, twenty twelve. Okay. Is that ring a bell? It's about the old couple. Vaguely. Old couple. Is they're, that they're like, like ninety? Uh, anyway, 
he also did this movie okay. called Funny Games. He's a phenomenal director. He, anyway, he did this movie called uh, The Piano Teacher. Mm-hmm. That with Isabelle Huppert, who's probably the best actress working today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's I, I like to think I've, I thought to myself as a you know creative person I was like it's it'd be great to like write a role that only so certain people can play because mm-hmm. this is such a complicated role they have to get someone that's just out of this world this is one of those movies mm-hmm. this character this piano teacher the titular role of the piano teacher is so complex and so messed up but she makes it work and mm-hmm. it's <laughs> there's some scenes i was again like shocked at funny our nephew jack was coming in the house at one point and i had to stop the movie like not even one frame of this movie could be shown to this innocent mm-hmm. little boy like i typically i wouldn't care like it's a movie he'll forget but not, uh, no this one was like no no he cannot watch <laughs> any frame of this movie it is just saved him from a life adults. of trauma nice. is that adults all right so that's it those are my, those are my two and with that let's round out the 2001 picks and now just run back through the list and of course we want you guys to chime in once you listen and see them posted on social media with who you think won or who you think did the best who captured your heart all those different things so <laughs> ken's pointing at himself right. right now which obviously <laughs> he's not gonna win <laughs> uh gavin we had lord of the rings fellowship of the ring the others Black Hawk Down, Spy Kids, Donnie Darko, and Legally Blonde, Ken, Harry Potter, and the Sorcerer's Stone, Joe Dirt, AI, Shrek, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, and Hardball with our boy Keanu. For myself, Pearl Harbor, Ocean's Eleven, A Beautiful Mind, Monsters, Inc., A Knight's Tale, The Fast and the Furious, And then Grey with Moulin Rouge, The Royal Tenenbaums, Memento, Princess Darius, Amelie, and Mulholland Drive. Nice. Excellent picks, gentlemen. Thanks for participating in another movie draft. Yeah, it was awesome. And we can't wait to have you back on for 2002. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. It really means a lot. Hopefully you enjoyed our picks. Please let us know what you think on social media. We'll be posting all on our Instagram and all of our social medias. Uh, if you have any disputes with any of our picks, please email us at cinevibescast at gmail.com. We will reply promptly with our own retort. We're expecting a full <laughs> inbox. Um... And then follow us on Insta if you haven't done so yet at the Cinevibes and also drop your comments on our posts on who you think is going to win this week's Cinevibes draft. And as always, guys, please, we're just season two. We're not above begging. We're just going to keep asking. Give us a follow on Spotify. Jump over on Apple Podcasts. We need to get those numbers up because... That's what people do these days. Like, it's just, it's required. Smash that like have button. To do it. Yeah, we're going to do something with an algorithm. I don't know. <laughs> but we'd love for you guys to know when we're releasing new stuff. And the only way you can do that is by following us. So please do so. And we appreciate it. And with that, we are out. Out.